Hi there. Hi. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hey there. Hey there. Did you like that? I did. It was rain down. It sounds like you're feeling the Mariah Careyness of this season. Honestly, um, yeah. She goes. She goes high. She goes low. She goes high she goes, low. She goes high low. The, her gowns. She prefers a high low. Oh right, yeah, right, yeah. right. No. She does. She does like a high <laughs> low. Uh, so hi everyone. Um, hey, welcome. Yes. To Mean Girls Interrupted, a movie review podcast that nobody asked for yet. Still here it is. It's still kicking. Yep. Alive and well. You, and uh, you can't get rid of is... us that easily. No. And we um, are talking about a movie. Yeah. And we review that movie between us. Me, John. Me, Travis. Mean Girls Interrupted. And all of our demons. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So if you like us, uh, rate, comment, rate, review, rate. Subscribe. Comment, rate. <laughs> email us. Oh, also, <laughs> email us. Yeah. It's uh, meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. If you can't or just spell. go to www.meangirlsinterrupted.com and go to the contact us page That's for what a I simpler was, way of doing that. That's what I was saying. If you can't spell, we have done all of the work for you. Yeah, you just click the link below. Roughly mean girls, mean girls. Oh, yeah, do click the link below. Um, go to our I website, go, go to our contact page on our website and email us yeah. a movie. Re- do you request a movie? Yeah, because this is your podcast. Listen, we know you're out there. You have a movie that you love that you want we us to talk about. We will do it. Yeah, and we're going to, we would, you know? We're not lying to you. I honestly would. But we don't care. It can listen. It can be a foreign film. It can be anything except for a documentary. And it also cannot have Gary Busey in it. Yeah. Gary Busey is um, scorched. Earth. <laughs> we can't do Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> we can't do Gary Busey. Um, yeah. And uh, we can't do a lot of things, but we can do the one that you will request. Unless it's maybe. something that we can't do. <laughs> But we'll, but we'll talk about it. We won't just ignore it. We won't. Also, if you have anything you want to say to us, send us an email and say hi. Yeah. Um, and troll us on Twitter at MGI Podcast. Pod. M- at MGI, MGI Pod. Pod. MGI Pod. At MGI Pod. M, the letter yeah. M, the letter G, the letter I, and then Pod, as in P-O-D. Not to be yeah. mistaken for Puddle of Mud. Do you guys remember? Oh, yeah. That, that kind of... You, wasn't there of, a band called P.O.D.? Uh, yeah, there was. What and did that stand you, as for? soon as you said, as soon as you said Puddle of Mud, I, I really just like took me back to a time that I really didn't want <laughs> to go back to <laughs> in music history. Yeah, it was really bad. There was, a, yeah. there was a band called P.O.D., but I can't remember what it stands for. And they didn't last for very long. Uh, anyway, can you make it up? At MGI Pod on Twitter is where we are. Yes uh mg ipod yeah um so anyway so we're talking about jennifer lawrence's comeback movie causeway causeway and um it centers around jennifer lawrence it really does <laughs> it's, it does it centers She's around in every shot it centers around a character named Lindsay, played by jennifer lawrence yes her name is you know what? It's not Lindsay. It's Lindsay. It's Lindsay. Did you? Uh, huh. 
Okay. Um. <laughs> They're like, how do we make Lindsay a little better? Um, how do we make Lindsay more confusing? Yeah. Uh, take out the D sound. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so this is directed by uh, Lilla Nugabauer. And uh, she um, has uh, directed other things. Like? Give us um, an example. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, one second. It's uh, a <laughs> no, no, no. You don't she, have to. Uh, no, she, I think she directed Made. I don't know what that is. M M A I D. Nope. This is uh, is that M a Jennifer Lopez M a movie? M A I D. No. Um. <laughs> no. It's a Margaret Qualley uh, movie. I don't know who, who that is. Who is the daughter of Andy McDowell? I do know who that is. Yeah, the co country bumpkin McDowell. I love her though. Um. Yeah, I know. It's whatever. I feel like she I feel like she closet has, quote unquote, conservative values. Wait, you think so? I get that vibe. You do? I don't because, well, I, I get that vibe. Listen, we'll talk about that later. Okay. I love her hair, though. I know she has iconic hair. I love her hair. She was in the movie Michael with John Travolta, mm -hmm. and I liked that movie. Oh, is that where he played an angel? Like a like a deadbeat angel. Yeah, he played an angel. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm catching what you're pitching. Yeah. So, uh, so is he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, we're talking about Causeway. And it's written by some writers. <laughs> it's and written it by some writers. I did see that it was written. <laughs> it's, it said written by, and then it said you know, writers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting, interesting fact about this movie I, is that I writers hate facts, wrote it. Actually, yeah, I, a fax machine's terrible. I time. hate faxing. I hate facts. I like alternative news. I like alternative yeah. facts. <laughs> I like alternative ways of communication and sending <laughs> documents to people. Facts. Um, uh, yeah. So, production company is A twenty four. Yes. Distributed by A twenty four and Apple TV Plus. This episode is not sponsored by Apple TV Plus, but it could be <laughs> if they would, if they would and they would. Yeah. So you can go to uh, www.meangirlsinterrupted.com uh, and find out how to contact us if you are interested in your advertising opportunities. Oh, and let me let us tell you when we tell you they are opportunities, they are flying off the shelf. So you yeah. really better but, get on it. Right. So, you know who else is flying off the shelves? Uh, me. Jennifer oh. Lawrence. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but that's uh, just my segue into the story. Oh, yes, um, the story. The story. So we open up on uh, J-Law looking like she's probably not doing it. By okay. the way, I love that opening sequence. I thought it was directed very well. It was cool. I like the little side yes. profile. Of her and then that little and then the person in the um, uh, camouflage and then the van rolling up. And I thought it all worked how they framed it. The framing was yeah. really cool. Yeah. And this movie does a really good job at framing the entire way through. Also I the lighting. Yes. And the lighting is gorgeous. Yeah. The, the lighting is Gorginta. It actually, it I is. love the lighting in this movie. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Oh, cinematographer is Diego Garcia. Well, whoever good for him, because let me tell you, it is, there were moments where I was like, that's actually really stunning work. Yeah. He is, uh, he hasn't done anything that's like hugely of note. 
but definitely things that are probably similar. But probably oh, now. Yeah, recently he did Tokyo Vice, which is also a very I know pretty what you're thing. I know what you're speaking of. It's a it's a movie. I did not watch on, it. I mean, I'm sorry. It's a TV series on HBO. Yes, it is. And it, I, I watched the first episode and thought it looked very good, but the story wasn't for me. Oh, well, then I'm going to go ahead and just mirror that. Skip it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So Jennifer Lawrence is obviously not having... <clears throat> The best time. <laughs> no. She is having the worst time. She is. Because she is, uh, over the course of this first sequence, we learn that she is recovering from a traumatic brain injury. injury. A brain injury that has left her motor skills and cognitive abilities uh, very much uh, in need of a lot of work to get anywhere remotely close to also her mind because her mind has been shaken. Yeah. She has come home from Afghanistan. Um, yes, she is a soldier. This takes place during that time. Yes, it does, which is very. I guess it's kind of nice to take it back because it was weird seeing her with a flip phone texting on like T9. And I was like, girl, good on you. Yeah, good for you for figuring out T9. Because fuck that. <laughs> that was like rocket science. I think that was the me. first time we've cussed today. John, I'm so happy. <sighs> Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, so she is on the mend. She is being taken care of by a uh, uh, sort of like a, uh, it's like a, an inpatient at home, sort of an in-between halfway house sort of. It is um, an in-between. Yeah, and, and this, this caretaker who's, whose entire life is uh, being this middle step also, for she's uh, very people nice. trying to get on the mind. She's extremely nice. She's so nice, dude. I love her. She's so nice. Yeah, shout out to caregivers everywhere. Dude, for real. That has to be hard work. And then when Jennifer Lawrence like roasts her to death saying, what a miserable life. When the caretaker is yeah, like, yeah, I figured out this was my life calling. And then Jennifer Lawrence sitting there, puts her foot right in her mouth and says, what a miserable <laughs> life. Yeah. Wow. She burned her yeah. to death. And I said, someone call the ambulance, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I mean, it sounds like that. So um, and but then she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. My brain did not filter that in her thought. Honestly, but guess what? If that's what she was thinking, she meant it when she said it. Mm -hmm. So and so it's but it's like no harm, no foul, because it's like she's going through. She's going through she it. She went through it, which is why she has the traumatic brain injury. Yes. Yeah, so um, uh, over the co course of however long they are together, like it seems like a long time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, because she's running at one point when she could barely walk. Uh, she yeah, has so, almost yeah. full use of her hand again, which she didn't she's have in the driving. beginning. She is driving a Mrs. Daisy. Yes. And so she um, the caretaker is like, well, it seems like you're ready to to go. And then she's like. Yeah, and it's like sad because she's like scared about what the road ahead lies ahead yep. is going to be like. Yep. So she's um, she's struggling. She's now like officially she's not one hundred percent rehabilitated, but she's leaving Homegirl's house and she is headed back to where does this movie take place? Detroit, New Orleans. New Orleans. And uh, so she goes back to her childhood home where her mother remains. Her mother's remains remain. <laughs> yeah. But she has to ride a bus the entire way and she gets home. The house is like nobody's home. 
but she just kind of like tidies up her room, which has become sort of like a storage closet. If you didn't know. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. So she like clears out her room like her mother. Clearly the vibe is her mom didn't really get the memo. No, her mom did get the memo. She showed up early. Right. A day early, but also the mom should have had it done. And the mom didn't have anything done. There's no food ready in the refrigerator. And the mom is fully aware that her daughter has suffered a major injury. Oh, yes. At, at war in Afghanistan and should be sort of taking a caretaker role. And she talks a big game whenever she comes into the picture. She really does. She's very good at talking. Yeah. And you get I, whenever she so. um Whoever that uh, yeah, actress so, is, she played a very good job because there are parents literally just like that. Right. And it's, it's like they believable. fully mean well. They fully mean well, but they just can't. They can't do it. They can't show up. And they never have and they never will. Right. And it probably feeds into, into their whole like um, self, their own personal self-destruction and also personal self-loathing and that they keep failing the people they love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's locked into that cycle. Which sucks. So, and, it's, and it's told it's communicated to us in a very clear and economical, not a lot of words, very show, very show and and not tell kind of a way, which is good direction. Honestly, it really is. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, me too. So mom rolls up and she's like, Lindsay, you weren't supposed to be home until tomorrow. I didn't have anything ready. I was going to get you the truck. This is your fault. I was going to get you food. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're probably tired. We'll keep it down. It's like you need to send your boyfriend home and spend some time with your daughter, but it's fine. Just why don't you uh, why don't you pickle yourself for the evening? And um, Mm -hmm. so that is when Lindsay the next morning decides. I got to do something. Yeah. So she gets a job right away. She takes that truck that her mom was supposed to help her with. Yeah. But so after she lands a pool cleaning job by just showing up and being like, hey, John, do you have any work for me? I just, <laughs> OK, I was thinking about that, too. And I was like, wouldn't that be great to just roll in and be like, Are you still hiring? And she was like, I was in Afghanistan. The guy was like, thanks for your service. My dad served, too. When can you start? Yeah, I feel like that's like a 2007 move because you cannot get a job by walking in being like, are you still hiring? And they're like, did you f- uh, send us your resume? Yeah. And cover so the, letter. Yeah. And, also, and like wait a few weeks and keep having to follow up over and over and over again. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so the fates align and she is cleaning them pools, but only after. Well, um, before she can actually make it to her first day at work, her truck um, that's been sitting at her mom's house for however long she's been away uh, uh, breaks down and she rolls it into a shop where the guy who is played by a very uh, good actor. Yes, a very good actor. The acting in this movie is very good. Yeah, it actually is very good acting. It's solid and not a whole lot of characters. No, which I enjoyed. Yeah, he's play, his name is his character name is James, James a- at the Aquan. A- what's his name? I don't know. It just says James here. But he um, uh, is a mechanic and fates align. And this is how they meet. Uh, and this is played by Brian Tyree Henry, who um, you may recognize from a little thing called If Beale Street Could Talk, 
Widows, and I believe he was a voice in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is actually a pretty good movie. I didn't watch any of those, but I did want to watch Bill Street, so we should probably do that. Did you watch that? Maybe. I did, I did, but it's been like a couple of years. I, I had every intention to watch it and just didn't do it. Yeah. So basically, Brian Tyree's resume, sorry, Brian Tyree Henry's resume is all like prestige stuff. So, OK, well, good for him because we can like, see where he's going. Yeah, he's uh, acting alongside he's an Oscar winning actress. So and fully holding his own. And in my opinion, I, outshining. I, I don't think outshining, but I think definitely helping carry along the story, which is kind of a story yes yes um anyway i wasn't diminishing jennifer lawrence's performance oh, no in this, i don't think you were but it's just that's how good brian tyree henry's uh performance it is did a very in good my job. opinion which doesn't matter but so um <laughs> uh anyway it matters so, to it, me john it matters so he clocks right away that um uh, uh jennifer lawrence is sort of like uh, struggling to basically articulate what's going on. And so he's just like, you know what? Just, like, just give me the keys. We'll wheel it in and just go wait over there for a second. And it is a hot, blisteringly hot day in New Orleans. If you've ever been in New Orleans in the summertime, it's not only hot, you are like breathing humid water. It's like so like all encompassing humidity heat but your skin john your skin is gonna look so good glowing. it's gonna look so good <laughs> yeah. silver linings playbook john like think about them silver <laughs> yeah. linings also you know what i feel like miserable we need to play outside the... but god do you look good <laughs> you look great <laughs> uh what are you so... doing i've been dying <laughs> i've been dying so hard but anyway you know what we need to play the uh five degrees of jennifer lawrence running outside in movies um oh, because sweat. speaking speaking of silver linings playbook which the a feature is running that is running outside in sweats and she runs outside a few times she does for exercise in this yeah well good for her she does love a pool in this though she just she do be standing by a lot of pools yeah she's movie. like she's like this pool looks real good she, and, you uh, could see her staring at air like her brain there is nothing going on upstairs she is literally yeah. staring into the void yeah cleaning pools uh but so he sees that she's kind of struggling to uh give him her information because it's gonna have to be in the shop for a while and He's like, what's your number? And she just she can't compute it at this point in her recovery. So he just like puts his number in her phone and is like, whenever I call you um, oh, whenever you call me, um, I will have your number. Yep. And there you go. Goodbye. And so she starts walking home in the heat and he like he rolls around and it's clearly like he was looking after her yeah. in his car and offers her a ride home a because it's a badass car. I'm not kidding. I'm not a car person, a, but the color it's a diesel fueled Mercedes, by the way, John, it's so cool looking though. That yeah, green has like color. A, yeah. The green color is really, really cool. And then it had like a brown leather interior. John, I would have drove the shit out of that car. Yeah, it's very cool. Like he's obviously like a mechanic uh, connoisseur of the of the of like, uh, classics. Yeah, it's a very nice vehicle. I'd have been like, girl, yeah, yeah. get it. Oh, sorry. And he also has like he also has like an enviable CD player that is hidden. Oh yes, if you notice, it, he's yes. like play whatever you want because so, she gets the ride and like yeah, 
yeah. gives her the ox cord, cool. basically. Yeah, and this is like in 2007 time period, so like that would have been like extra, extra cool. Like you got the CD player. CD players. Like you get yeah. to control the CD player. Cool. You get you get the giant envelope. Yes, I love the envelope. The, bind, the binder. You had a really good collection of I CDs did. and envelopes. John, you had various volumes. John, I threw it away. It's so you weird. Did? You should ask. I literally just threw it away like two months ago. Where where had it been living? It had been just traveling with me. For no reason, right. I don't have a CD player. A relic, a John, if you will. I threw every single CD away. Did you have an emotional reaction? No. I said, bye, and then closed the trash lid. Are you having a delayed emotional reaction now thinking about nope. it? Nope. Wow. <laughs> and you know, that chapter is, is over and ended. It served you while it served you, and it doesn't serve you anymore. No. But you know what serves me? Uh, what happens next in this movie? Oh, right. Which is <laughs> they, he gives her a ride back to her house and she's like, thank you so much. And uh, that's and that's where it goes next. Yes. It's to her house. Yeah. And I kind of can't remember what happens. After <laughs> that. Uh, so long story short, she uh, decides to. Oh, she pay, has a doctor. Oh, she goes to the visit. doctor. Yeah, she goes to the doctor for her follow ups and she's just like getting this sort of the bad news bears. It's like it's obviously going to be a long, hard road. It's going to be a series of doctor's appointments. She's got to get scans. She's got to do the whole thing in the system. And then we um, she's kind of just like, OK, well, let me just tell you what happened to me in Afghanistan. And we get the story. So the story is the incident that happened is she was riding in a convoy and she saw the 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 truck in, in front of her uh, burst into flames explode there was an ied and so and uh and then hers gets hit her and the, she was a passenger and she looks over at the driver next to her and he's completely on fire honestly john and they were painting a good picture because i was like that is horrifying yeah so we were going into this nightmare with her and she can hear gunshots all around and she can see that the people who are trying to flee the con the car or truck or whatever are to get away from the burning man on on flame and uh, on fire. They are fleeing the car to get away from that. Uh, and they are immediately getting shot. They're being picked and off so, like flies very quickly. So Jennifer right, so Lawrence can't leave the truck and then she passes out. Yeah. And then um, she is somehow saved. Yeah, which she doesn't um, go into that because who cares? It's irrelevant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then now she's here talking to the doctor and um, he's like, thank you so much for sharing. And we're going to continue on all of these crazy medications. She's on she's on the the heavy anxiety pills. She's on the heavy depression pills. She's on the heavy pain pills. John, sponsored by Cymbalta, because the way he said, is it the way the Cymbalta makes you feel? John, <laughs> yeah. this was a full ad. This whole movie was funded by Cymbalta. Yeah. Like, are you depressed? Cymbalta advertisement. Take Cymbalta. <laughs> Ask yeah. your doctor if Cymbalta is right for you. Girl, no. I'm not asking my doctor what pills I should take. They're the doctor. No, I am not going. Yeah, they need to just wild tell me what they want. That is where I got taken out for a second. And I was like, 
I'm about to hear some wild music uh, yeah. and I'm going to hear all the side effects. Exactly. He truly so said, she, is it the Cymbalta? I'm like, you don't, Cymbalta? You don't have How about to more say Cymbalta. You don't have- How's it, do you need a <laughs> refill on Cymbalta? <laughs> John, it was so weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. So this movie is basically called Cymbalta with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, a Cymbalta X Causeway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, uh, so she leaves the doctor and she, um, she is determined at this point. She's like, I am going back to war. No one's going to stop me. I have to do this. Yeah. So it's revealed that her main goal is to get better, to get her doctor to sign a waiver so that she can get re-enlisted and redeployed because for her, that was always her escape from this place part of town which really doesn't seem that bad john i would live there do you want to move to new orleans no (laughs) okay well we'll circle back in a month (laughs) okay (laughs) do you want to be underwater in like a year i know how to Uh, swim look okay good because you're gonna be treading water 24 7 we this is a us situation (laughs) okay you know what the garden district lovely Liz, it's going to look beautiful underwater. Right. But she continues She continues uh, cleaning pools. And might I say, these are some very nice backyards. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'll go clean a pool. Yeah. These, new, these like New Orleans houses are like. They're actually like beautiful. The, the, yeah. Like the high end stuff. It's not like what you see here in California or whatever. It's like these are like old garden district homes yeah. that have a history. And they look so tasteful but also there's dark history too i know that there is but but the history pools, the pools that i mean the the good on the uh, location manager i'm telling you because they showed some pools and i said i feel so I was like, is poor. this a real estate commercial because yeah. i i am buying john it's just part of cymbalta cymbalta <laughs> sotheby's that's all it was this whole thing was cymbalta yeah but anyway, it was Caldwell Banker. It really was. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, she's just cleaning her pools and she calls over. She gets a phone um, call from homie being like, you left your notebook in my car. Can I drop right it off? with all of her lists to remember things? So he comes over to the pool that owners aren't there and he just gets high by the pool while she and they just hang out for a second. And then they continue hanging out into the night. Yeah. They. They go and they have a hamburger. She gets hit on by some weirdo that's like a, a New Orleans tourist with, I think he has like anal beads around his neck or something. Hey, did I recognize them? They were mine, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's where those went. <laughs> they look great <laughs> around <laughs> your neck, don't they? You're like, you know what? Keep them. You know what? They found a new life. I don't need them. I have a replacement pair already in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so... Um, uh, yeah. Brian Tyree, he like uh, James, he like gets rid he gets rid of this of this guy who just won't go away. And then he's like, this is my girl here and you're encroaching. And then and then he's like and then she's like, yeah, I have a boyfriend anyway. So like, no. And then he, the guy goes away and then they have like kind of an awkward situation where um, Jennifer Lopez has to sort of come out to him. Yeah, I don't know why like, Jennifer Lopez did that. 
Well, I mean, she didn't. She, she I think she caught that she was starting to send mixed signals. Oh no, to, no, no, to James. Oh no, you. <laughs> you said Jennifer Lopez, and I was like, I was trying to play right. into the joke, not Jennifer Lawrence. Oh god, so, damn it. no, I thought it was hilarious. So no, if you notice, I'm like stammering every single time I say I say Jennifer Lawrence is because I'm always almost saying Jennifer Lopez. So Jennifer Lawrence is like, by the way, I'm a big old lesbian. I'm so yeah, sorry. She, yeah, she's like, well, I mean, yeah, so this is, this, we're going to stop this before it starts. Yeah, she does. She's like, oopsies, I just gave off. And he was like, are you single? She was like, well, yeah, but when I'm not single, I like girls. And he was like, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he's like, thanks for telling me. Yeah, for real, because you know it's about, you know, he's probably yeah, he falling has for her. Feelings. He has feelings for her. He does. But mostly we go further into the night they get pretty drunk and he learns that she wants to get out and out back into the military and he kind of is affected by this because he has um an affinity for her a very fast friendship is forming it is and it's sort of in their shared pain that they are bonding yes which isn't always the healthiest of relationships if you ask me but which i love the cinematography at this point when they are sitting at that park and it's just the two of them and I yeah. loved her St. Charles um, outfit. I just thought she looked so cool. The whole moment looked cool. It was like beautifully done. Yeah. Just cinematography wise, I was like, God, this is actually really nice. Like, yeah, it's simple. It's quiet. It's moody. And it's it's really it's really cool. And it's impactful because he's sitting here telling her the life story, what happened to him. So now they do have shared trauma. And you're right. Shared trauma it's not something that should bring people together. I don't think <laughs> I think it leads to codependency in ways, which is which I think is a theme explored in this in a very understated way. But like he is basically he also has a trauma related around um, a car and an incident involving a car. And so um, he was in a, involved in a car accident on the causeway title of the film. Yes. And I had no he, clue what causeway meant. I'm not joking. I said, I don't know yeah. what this is, but I'm going in feet first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I am subscribing. I am liking and I'm commenting and I am subscribing <laughs> to this journey. Um, so he, uh, he, his sister, um, and nephew, were in the car and they unfortunately passed away and he survived, but he also lost his leg in the meantime. He did lose his leg. And it's also a moment where just through the dialogue, we get painted a very vivid picture of what's going on. Like we don't need to have like flashback cuts at any point, which I appreciated. I love in this that there movie. were no flashbacks. They could have done it very easily. We don't need and it. It, yeah. It's like, it's more, it reads more traumatic if you don't show the audience because the audience can fill in the visual blanks and the audience is always going to insert the most traumatic version of events based off of what they're being told. John, you're absolutely right. Because when I was listening to him talk, I was like, oh, I said, oh, no. Yeah, said, oh, like, God damn it. And yeah. And I know it's like a thing where it's like always like a movie making thing. It's always like a note with screenwriters where it's like, Show don't tell, but at the same time, uh, this was a very good choice to tell to tell, and because the audience will infer as much uh, of the trauma as 
uh, from their own personal experience. What I hate about the show don't tell thing is like you're calling the audience. You're basically being like they have to see it. No, we can visualize it. We're at a movie because we're here to see something that yeah. you put together artistically. Right. Give and us the opportunity to create this vision in our head, which it worked better for me because I was like, I was thinking of the worst thing possible. Right. Whenever he <laughs> describes uh, the state of his leg, whenever he was like uh, yeah. the car bent and I bent with it. And whenever I looked down at my leg, uh, the heel, the sole of my shoe was looking back at me, which I was like, oh, my God. I was like, OK, that's all the visual I'm I like, need that's to see something yes, very horrific. Right. And it's like, <laughs> I get it. That's why they took like, your leg. Say no more. Please don't. No, thank no you. actually, please stop talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Totally get it. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Um, but anyway, so it's, uh, it's, and also it, the, the emotion on their faces whenever they're talking about this doesn't cut away. And no, and I love that. Very great performances. Yeah. So I guess at this point we should say she takes him home. She's driving his car because he's passing out. He's had a lot to yeah. drink and they go back, back to, to his, his house. house. Where there's a lot of room and it, sa- it seems and looks very room. lonely, very like too much room. And which he everybody- does say, he says it's too much room for me. And he talks about his sister, Jess and the mm-hmm. son, but the sister didn't die in the accident. Just the nephew, the mm-hmm. sister but she did come to die later. <clears throat> no, she moved out. Oh. She moved out. Their relationship is now flawed. She never oh, passed got away. It, got it. Got it. Interesting. She didn't. Oh, which is a mirror of Jennifer Lawrence's dynamic too. Um, Yeah. So they're like two of the same people coming together and they're sort of at similar places in their lives. Um, uh, And so they, he basically drunkenly offers her a place to live if he doesn't want to, if she doesn't want to live with her mother. And, uh, and she's just like, you're drunk. I'm not going to answer that right now. And uh, so she's pushing away. She's pulling away. Yep. That's her pattern. She pulls away. She runs away. And then she leaves but, everyone who loves her behind. Yeah. And so she's so um, focused on running and leaving that she doesn't really understand that she's basically abandoning people. Yeah. Like she's she's letting people down rather than being let down by other people. Yeah. And she sees it and the other just, way. And basically her reaction is like. No, I'm not. <laughs> not <laughs> so, me. Not at this point in the story, she hasn't learned her lesson yet. No. Uh, so she goes home after this, and there's still a party going on at home. But her mom but herself is partying. Her mom. Her mom's I'm like, so sorry. come I take just a swim with right me. into this. <laughs> she's like, she's like, come take a swim with me in this kiddie pool. Uh, so her mom's has a has a full martini in a bikini, like just soaking in a kiddie pool and jennifer she's like come on in and uh jennifer lopez does jennifer lopez does (laughs) (laughs) jennifer lopez is always just around the corner (laughs) she's like did somebody say pool my turn (laughs) Uh, so uh she but it's a it's a fun dynamic because like jennifer lawrence is basically coaxed into taking off her clothes and getting into this pool with her mother to be close with her Whenever the phone rings and her mother immediately gets out and leaves. But not not before her mom says, I will take you to your next doctor's appointment. Promises, promises, promises. promises. And then she gets out. This is where I was like, oh, this dynamic sucks. 
because a mom yeah, she gets, gets out. out. She answers the phone mm-hmm. and it's a boyfriend, obviously. And you can hear her in the background being like, I'm no, I'm busy. I'm having a daughter's night. I'm hanging out with my daughter. And you can see Jennifer Lawrence kind of being like, cool, you know, my mom's sticking up for me. This is fun. And then but the mom doesn't come back. out. No, because you hear the mom say, oh, well, actually, I'm not doing anything. Let me go into the other room and leaves Jennifer Lawrence in the pool by herself <laughs> in the dark at night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's like sad. But just a really but, uh, messed up because you're like, this mom sucks. And that actually yeah. is the last time you see her. Right. We never see her again in this movie, which I love how the characters come in and out. They're there for the moment they need it. And then you never have to see them again. Yeah. It's very economical storytelling. There's no like climactic resolution Mm -mm. with the mom Mm -mm. because it's just, that's not what's the focus of the the story. And so, um, uh, Jennifer, uh, Lawrence cut to her in the morning, definitely not getting a ride from her mother to the important doctor's appointment. So she has to call Henry, who does come through. Um, oh, sorry. It's Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But James, Why the do character. people have first names as last names? Uh, I don't know, but I'm getting one. Uh, Travis Travis? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my last name is going to be Henry. Travis Henry. Travis Henry, and I'll be John Henry. Honestly, that's kind of hot. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, anyway, so James, he shows up, comes through, takes her to the doctor's appointment. And this is where um, Jennifer Lawrence is like, hey, can you just like effing sign this paper already? I want to go back into the military. Oh, my God. And he's basically like, he said, uh, uh, no, actually, I feel like there's a little bit of a, a misconception about what's actually going to be happening here. <laughs> so. He says like he's not willing to sign a waiver and probably won't be for a while. Honestly, so. he really does just kind of shoot her down. He's like, keep taking your Cymbalta. And um, <laughs> because that's how they do. And so, he's like more Cymbalta. Yeah. <laughs> he just rattles the bottle. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like in a candy dish. She's like, take some Kent Cymbalta on your way yeah, out. Yeah, your way out. Don't forget the Cymbalta's in the dish on the way out. Just have, grab a handful. Um, yeah, put it in your pocket. Yeah, take as many as you need. Um, so, so basically, Cymbalta. shoots her down. And um, where do we go from here? Well, Back she's to the pool, upset. right? Well, she's at first she's like kind of brooding and upset, and is kind of like um, kind of pissed off that I can't go to the military and stuff. And so, yeah, and he um, it sort of leaves on this note where like we're unsure where their friendship is going to go from here, and she just is getting the urge to run away. Well, okay, he does take her to the he yes 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 okay, he takes her to her um doctor's appointment and they go and get an ice cream cone or not an ice cream cone a snowball and that's where yeah, her, she, a snow cone yeah, they call them a snowball which i do like i wish we could call them snowballs but we call them snow okay. cones um but specifically a snowball because they reference it in the beginning and it might be a new orleans thing so they go and get the snowball and hers drops out of her hand and he's like what and she gets pissed off because she's like i'm tired of glitching and so yeah. you see this relationship unfolding where he's like he wants to do this stuff for her he goes to get her another snowball and they talk about you know more deep stuff like they're becoming close friends very quick but also you can tell he likes her likes her but she is fully munching rugs 
Right. But I mean, but not actively because well, she not actively. She's not actively she's munching not. rugs. Yeah. And so she's sort of building up this future casualty and it's of like create a bond and a close friendship. And and then it's somebody that you just plan on leaving at some point anyway. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. I, oh, that <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> the amount of people I've left behind, countless. <laughs> yeah. So I remember the entire time I was living in Phoenix, my goal was always to move to Los Angeles. It was, always, it was just to have friends, but so, leave. Right. But I was always reluctant to make new friends there because I knew that I was always going to go. But you inevitably bond and make friends with people. And then I just bounced to L.A. and I never I never managed those friendships. You never had to. <laughs> Because guess what? Right. They were superficial to begin with. They weren't. I still, I still, but I mean, that's sort of not, like how life goes. I'm not going to say all of them. I'm saying, but in those moments, you know, you're going to leave. So you create a friendship that does become superficial because you can attach me, the tie or you can right. sever yeah, that. For me, for me, it was always like surface. I would never like fully bond. Although like, I do know uh, a few that you still talk to. So yes, I'm not saying they're all superficial. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's like, you know, I, I was always trying to like manage like how many friends I had. But, uh, so <laughs> you're like, well, um, I have one too many. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't, I'm going to leave. Um, so, uh, so she, but she's putting down roots in this friend with James. Yeah. And, uh, so she won, uh, so one night she called the, at this really nice pool, the, the owners are out of town and she calls him over and they, they're just like smoking weed or whatever. And she gets into the pool and convinces him to take off his clothes and dive in. And it's this interesting moment where he has to take off his leg and his uh, leg wrap. Yes. And fully be basically naked for the first time in front of another person and very vulnerable. And he gets into the pool and it's like a beautiful moment. They race they splash each other. It was other. really funny when he loses. She's like, you didn't even try. He's like, it's not like I have a propeller on this thing. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. I was like, because yeah. it's self-aware, it's funny yeah. in the moment where you're like, oh, he just made a joke about his missing leg. Like, yeah, he's opening like it's up. Not, right. And so they are fully bonding. And then the moment is cut pretty dark pretty quickly. It goes south. It it goes south real quick because James tells her, I feel like I lied to you because he left out some important details about the accident. And so Jennifer Lawrence, um, doing what she does best, putting her, the proverbial foot in her mouth, starts kissing James. Yeah. And it's this, she may not have the, this might be her first time connecting to a friend like this. And maybe her affection language for, for friends has always been kissing intimacy. Yeah. Maybe she hasn't had a platonic friendship that's been very close. And so she might be confused. So she basically also just gives him what he wants in the moment, which is uh, a physical lip smacking but it's really messed up because he said why did you do that and she follows up with well she's she first apologizes she's like i shouldn't have done that and he's like why i kind of want this to go down and then she's like sorry i just felt really bad for you when she said that i was like oh my god this i'm like i don't care like you 
I felt yeah. bad for you. So I yeah. gave you pity max. Like I'm over here yeah. macking it with you out of pity. Yeah, no. He so whims across that pool and it's like, I'm finished with this. Yeah, he puts on all of his clothes and they have a they have a little row, if you will. They do, and I will. Uh, yeah. What do they say? They say several different things that would be hard to come back from. Um, they both go the deepest with each other's trauma. She said yeah. he talked something about her brother being dead, and she's like, My brother's not dead. And he was like, He's well, in then, prison. Yeah. And he was like, Well, <laughs> you made it seem like she's like, I never said those words. And it's he, like, well, you talked about him in the past tense like you're never gonna see him again yeah and then he calls her out basically being like all you do is run from people and he essentially says you think everyone's letting you down when it's the other way around when you're the one running when you run right and then like she basically basically tell each other fuck you fuck off and whatever and that's how it goes for them yeah and so that's basically the yeah, they dissolve that friendship for a, a short amount of time. But it's a moment where like she didn't want it, but she needed to hear what he had to say, because in that moment it was like, yeah, girl, this is you. These are your mm-hmm. flaws. Like you can up and down the street. You can be like, yeah, these are you, you. But this is you. J-Lo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't you have to sort of uh, look at yourself and. Maybe she was running away from herself the entire time. Maybe. So this is where we get to her next doctor's appointment. Yes, where she does reluctantly get what she wants. The doctor says, fine. I can't change your mind, obviously. I will sign your papers. If you want to go back, you want to go back to Afghanistan? Girl, go. Right. So she has the waiver she needs. But she goes to pick up her truck. She does pick up her truck and she's like, how much is it was this? And is like, is James here? And he's probably there. I'm in the sure back he's, somewhere. he's absolutely there. And they do that thing where he's like, no, he's like, he's on the schedule today. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah. I, I, I remember doing that for coworkers. Have you ever done that for a coworker? Oh, no, I've hated almost somebody all calls, of them. Somebody calls and it's like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They're like, and I'm like, yeah, also, they are actually. If, you're a, if you are a spouse or if you are a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a partner or whatever, like if you're calling your significant other's place of work on the work phone, there is something wrong with that you. is actually weird. And John, I'll tell you what. And oh, I can't even go in. I won't even go into details, but there was a person who worked at the place I work at now who that did happen and they were calling to check in. Very weird. It's like Very it's a control weird. thing. Oh, you want to see if they're at work? Yeah. Okay. You don't trust this person? Uh, why are you with this person? Right. But anyway, so James is like... Not there. Tell her, tell her I'm not here. Also tell her <laughs> and, it's uh, free. She can have the yeah. truck and all of the labor and everything all on me. Right. So with all that generosity, she starts feeling really, really bad. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. And so she starts questioning whether or not she wants to go back to the military. So she takes a six pack over to Brian Tyree Henry's place. She where walks, he is, by the way, doesn't take the truck. Walks. Oh, right. She walks. And uh, she's like, thanks for the truck and stuff. And he's like, cool. He said, why are you here? <laughs> right, exactly. He's like, what do you want from me, basically? And she owns up to the truth, which is she 
once a friend. Yep. We do see one moment which we kind of sidestepped. It's weird. It's like a heartfelt moment where she goes to the prison to see her brother and her brother's deaf and a drug dealer. And they have <laughs> that moment, which I really fully loved. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, it was like her. She was you get to see the brother. You get to that see, she was treating yeah. as if she was dead. Yeah, you get to see them talking and you get further proof that the mom is not there in anyone's life because she hasn't gone to see the brother since sentencing, which who knows how long that's been. Uh, Jennifer yeah, Lawrence she, is like, I was hurt. <laughs> In this, and they're signing the whole time because the brother's deaf, and they're signing, and I'm like, this is such a cool moment. Yeah, it was a really great moment. I mean, like, get it. I thought it was cool that they actually showed elements, too. So basically, that was the part that we accidentally skipped. It's very small and minimal. It doesn't play too much in, but you get to see a little emotion. But also, it's like you understand that, like, nothing, everything's pretty gray in everybody's lives, and it... Sort of she had depicted her brother as like a junkie who may or may not have been dead and, or might as well have been dead to her. Yeah. But at the same whenever you see him and then you see that he was probably struggling with being a deaf child his whole life. Yeah. And like fell into drugs and fell really hard um, as his way of running away, maybe. Yeah. And like maybe he has more in common with with uh, Jennifer Lawrence than than she was willing to admit. Yes. But like, so her thing was just like, I hate everything that's going on around me. So I'm not going to see them as humans and people. I'm just going to bounce and see you. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, we cut so back she comes to her, she comes back. We cut yeah. back to her over at, um, at James's house. And she is like, I, do you remember the night when you offered me to stay here? And she starts repeating words that he He's said. Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> he, was really, he was literally like, no, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Because he was drunk. She was like, you were drunk. Um, but uh, if that, do you want to offer that to me again? Basically, she was like, he was like, what? You're not going back to the military? She was like, no, not at this moment. Well, yeah. She says, I don't know. Maybe not right now. No, she it's definitely says. Not right oh. now. It, she, it. Yeah. She, it was actually a definite answer. She says, not right now. Yeah. And then. So she needs to work on herself. Yeah. And then the movie ends. Like it literally ends right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said that she wants a friend. She does. Oh, she says, I make, I'm trying to make a friend. Right. Which and is, then the movie cuts to black. Which is kind and of I'm a like, bummer. Because okay. I'm like, girl, you've never had a single friend. You can clearly tell she's never had a friend. It's always been about her and leaving. Yeah. And, and not connecting with people. And if you do have a connection, you you ruin it. Yeah. Find a way to ruin that connection. Because you yeah. can't have any ties holding you to a single place. Right. And so what you what you do is you uh, you kiss them in a pool and tell them, sorry, I just felt bad for yes, you. Yes, Make sure that you. St- that's that's the fastest way to ruin a friendship. Uh, Did you know? Oh, that? Yeah, it's, it's it's so close to sticking a knife right in the side. <laughs> yeah. Twisting it. <laughs> twisting it. John, because when she said that, I was yeah. like, holy shit. I was like, God, she really needs to keep these things into her head. <laughs> yeah. And she go, she fully did tell him. She said, it's mm. not what I meant. It's like, yes, it you is. To- though. Honey. But it is, though. Trying not to be the bad guy when you're the bad guy. She is the bad guy, but she doesn't realize yeah. she's a bad guy, but only in the sense that, like, she doesn't realize yeah. how terrible she is. 
Yeah, so I would say this is definitely like a um, a woman versus self format, which I like. I think you it's don't really not see just that a lot. Woman. I think it's the, all the Person. characters are against themselves. Right, exactly. Um, I but with that being said, this was like a pretty good. I mean, solid, simple. I liked it. Economical uh, story. I mean, it's unexpected for Jennifer Lawrence to do something like it's this. It's only an hour and 36 minutes, too, which is easy yeah. to watch. Right. And she's not playing like a sexy assassin. There's no makeup, um, makeup. A, sex, a sexy blue person. She's not playing um, like a sexy uh, neighbor who's going to you're going to use to try to save you like in Silver Linings Playbook. She's not she's not like that. She's not her typical like archetype. It actually feels like she was the one who was able to choose this role. Yeah, and I think she was because uh, this was also um, produced in part by her production banner, which is uh, Excellent Cadaver. What? I had no clue. Yeah, so she is in an EP. Oh, well, good for her because honestly, I think it's cool to see her choose a role like this where it's definitely not Red Sparrow, which was whack, dude. Yeah, (laughs) I think she would. I think currently in the press, she is basically apologizing for some choices around that time red sparrow (laughs) was not good no it wasn't it was bad and her reasoning i don't even want to go into it girl do you for real like i am so sorry that you felt like you had to bury your titties in that movie to take your nudes back that wasn't it right it's true that wasn't the the moment She's describing now this could just be taken out of context with me reading things, but she's basically quoted as saying like during like the Red Sparrow and Passengers movie days, uh, she felt that um, her CAA agency at that time, who is not no longer her agency, uh, she um, felt like decisions were being made for her and stuff, which is really unfortunate. it kind of makes sense. I mean, at that level, at her level and CAA, like they're all just like, uh, you know, keeping really uh, good yeah. stuff like this away from her and like giving her the highest paid situation. Which isn't fair because it's like she made so much money off of the Hunger Games. Give her something to work with. I mean, look at Winter's True. Bone, dude. Winter's Bone this was This is sort of so going good. back to the Winter's Bone days, this if is, you think about this it. This is where Jennifer Lawrence shines. Give her that opportunity. Winter's Bone yeah. was incredible. Yeah, and that's the, what it's what launched her into everything. She literally was so good. I was like, who is this? Because I'd never... I was like, this girl's great. Yeah. She was really, really good. And um, I like this movie. Yeah, and so she does get back to that simple... Um, deep performance. I like this movie version of Jennifer Lawrence in this. And I think that's very smart for her at this point in her life. And I think that we're going to see, I hope we see more things like this from her in the future. What do you want to rate this out of, out of 10 Uh, unattainable pools or, uh, okay, wait, actually you do the rating system. Okay. So out of 10, out of 10 souls looking back at you, 10 souls. Ten soles of your yeah, feet yeah. of your shoes yeah. oh, looking back oh, at you. Lord, that's what we're doing. Okay, I'm here for okay, that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks. Um, I, how, how much you? How many would you? No, give? no, no. You, you, you first. Okay, I would. I would give. Um, I would say an eight. I'm right. To with be you. honest, like I'm as, with you. Eight. But uh, that's what I was gonna say it, for real. Yeah. If we were to just give it just the performances, though, I would. 
it would be higher for me. Per, okay. I, I mean, performance wise, I'm going to actually include all of this in here because okay, I'm, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put it together. The performances were astronomical. I want yeah. to give them, but we can't Oscars. set aside the performance. I, I, I would be surprised if they're not nominated for awards. I give this movie an A only because, and here's why I thought it was beautifully done. I thought the acting was incredible. Which I think the acting's a 10, but when we put everything together and really do an average. Right, that's, that's where I'm coming from. I think the acting's a 10, but if we're going to average it all out, I think the movie is very well done. There were moments that were a little slow. There were some things that felt a bit like, it just felt like, I don't know. I kind of felt like it ended... I didn't, I felt like there was more to say, but you didn't maybe, like the resolution. I actually did like the resolution. I liked the way okay. it stopped. I don't want it. I don't need this whole, like we're hugs and best friends. I don't care. We don't even know yeah. if he said yes or no, which I right. actually <laughs> like, but she reached a point and she is the hero on her journey. And she reached that point in her hero's journey where she learned her lesson and applied it. And that's where that journey ends. I just wanted a little more. I, if this movie had been two hours and we got a little more storytelling between her and James, um, mm -hmm. we got a little bit more of dynamic between the mom and the brother because the brother scene was so short. And I really wanted more from that because it was really cool the way they did it. Mm -hmm. But it left me it left me feeling like, ah, like the, that wasn't there, enough in the glass. There's more. There's more to explore there. Yes. But. Those are all small things. Those are all small. Yeah, things. those are. And those are all like very much like storytelling choices that obviously they had to make. Um, I thought it was which well I done. It. I thought the movie's well yeah. done overall. It's an eight. It's not 10 for me. I did like it. It, it. If you're a person who doesn't like a slow movie or a drama, this isn't going to be for you. It's not a psychological thriller. It's literally a girl and a guy going yeah. through it and becoming friends. There's not, there's not a great deal of raised stakes there or high tension. No stakes in this movie, which is kind of why yeah. I liked it too. Because I, it's a character movie. It's a very much a character piece, yep. and the character work is is really solid and rounded out. Which is good because they didn't give us them flashbacks like you're saying. I didn't want one. It didn't feel appropriate. Yeah. So um, the critics agree. Um, the tomatometer on RottenTomatoes.com.co.uk is eighty-eight percent, which is like a B plus. That is a B plus. That's almost a ninety, and girl. It's almost <laughs> a ninety. <laughs> and the audience score is a C plus, what, seventy-seven. Oh. oh, well, I guess we kind of yeah. sit there in the middle because I give it an eight. I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's a. I mean. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is probably going to get a, a nomination of sorts here. Um, in my, in my opinion, I would think so. I can agree with you here and I'm just, listen, I love Jennifer Lawrence. I just hope not. I hope it goes to someone Why? else. Like who? I really want, I know it's not going to happen, but I really want <laughs> Mia Goth to get it. And I know, oh, right. and I oh, know Jennifer Lawrence would campaign get it right now. over Mia Goth. You are, you are a pundit of Mia Goth. She is paying you money to be like, you know what? I think, I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is actually, I don't think she's deserving No, she is. No, John. Mia Goth was very good in Pearl. John, listen, <laughs> you already know what I mean. Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. I think there's absolutely room for There isn't, though, because that's not how the Oscars work. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not room for everyone. Um, I know it's not going to happen. So I guess I'll take Jennifer Lawrence, but I want Michelle Yeoh to win. Oh, that's right. I'm not yeah. taking that. 
Okay, so Oscar predictions, they are going to be the Michelle, uh, yeah. award award prediction just to keep it global. Like, well, okay, wait, let's wait. We won't do this now, but let's wait until it gets closer because I would like to kind of go. Uh, okay, cool. I would kind of like to go through this. I think that'd be cool for the podcast. Yeah, but just throwing out there, Mia Goth, Jennifer Lawrence, and Michelle Yeoh uh, for, for best actress so far right now. Yes, uh, but oh, who else, though? Because what other roles are we missing? I mean, they're all they're all about to drop in November. So they we're are. gonna have to. Those are the November like, movies are coming up. Oh, oh yeah, they're all coming out right right oh, now. Oh jeez, we're gonna so watch out. Oh, we're I mean, fucking, uh, Carrie Mulligan is gonna John, be coming out. I was gonna say, she said, I want to watch it. Yeah, so Carrie Mulligan of definitely is gonna be going there. for it. Carrie Mulligan, I'll always be going for it. Yeah, and then uh, also, um, what's her face? Uh, an Oscar darling at this point. Heath Ledger's widow. Oh, that one. Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams. But, is oh, for, John, that movie looks incredible. What is it? The Furlongs? Yes. <laughs> it is. What's it's it called the, again? I think it is the Furlongs. <laughs> it's not the Furlongs. It's not the it's Edward not the Furlongs. Furlongs. It's not the Edward <laughs> Furlong origin <laughs> story. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> but why? <laughs> oh, the Fableman. Same thing. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Yeah, so like she's going to be in there. God, that, that movie actually looks really good, though. Yeah, it's true. Also, they're really peddling the Armageddon now or what? Uh, uh, now time. Armageddon time. That's the one time. Oh, Anne Hathaway's really campaigning this year. So I'm they're, actually they're, not they're, saying. They are coming out. I'm not saying they're, anything. They are coming out. I. Are you not? Are you not saying anything? I'm not saying anything about this. John, <laughs> you're really funny. Yeah, thank you so Wait, much. That was actually really clever, and I'm really mad that I didn't come up with that. Okay, cool. <laughs> but on that note, like, comment, follow, subscribe, rate, rate review, review, send us an rate. email, go to our mean website. Mean Girls Interrupted. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I've used it. No, find it okay. all in the description box below. We're not going to say it anymore. No, we do have to say it, actually. But Okay, MeanGirlsInterrupted.com. Go there. Everything's there. Our contact info description box below. How to, how to listen is there? Yes, how to listen. For those of you who know how to use the description box below, everything's there that you need. Click, click it, uh, and um, we're it. gonna have to go ahead and it. squeeze it. Yeah, and squeeze it. <laughs> the new iteration of Bop It, squeeze it, squeeze the, it. Oh, what do you think that would be like? We'll talk about it after. <laughs> okay, uh, so we'll see you at the movies. Roll the credits. Oh, yes, I like it. Uh, honestly, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> Roll the cleats. Roll it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>